0: Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, a strong and powerful, Dane Reese. Dane, are you ready to do this?
1: Absolutely, man. Oh, let's <laughs> get after it.
0: Let's Let's do this. Dane is an entertainment career expert, and he is the host of the You Booked It podcast. I'm excited to have you on. Dane, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Yeah,
1: absolutely. So I have been in the entertainment industry for over 16 years. Can't believe that it's actually been that long, but I've worked in all different aspects of the industry, mainly live performance. So think like Broadway musicals and things like that. I've worked in New York. I've worked in Las Vegas the last seven and a half years or so. I've spent out of Vegas and then using that as a hub to go this way and that where the world may take you. It's a great place to make a hub. Uh, Performed in Europe. I've sung with Philharmonics in Australia, all over the place, and in a lot of different parts of the industry, not just musical theater, but also stage management, production, and mascotting. I've done quite a bit of that as well, randomly, (laughs) won some awards there, uh, and seen a lot of different aspects of this industry and all that kind of, culminated into me doing what I'm doing now, which is the podcast and hosting that and creating that medium for people to have as a resource so they can go into the world knowing how the heck to actually turn their talents and their skill sets into a sustainable career in this industry that most people seem to think that there is no sustainability in.
0: That's probably the right term, right? Is is sustainability?
1: Exactly right, and that, that's that's hugely that's a huge part of it because a lot of people in the entertainment industry, as entertainers, I mean, if you're not an entertainer, you look at it and you're like, that seems like the most insane career path to do. There's no sustainability. There's no reliability. And and in some regards, you're you're right, right? But also, it's more about, I think changing the mindset of entertainers because it's actually much more closely related to being an entrepreneur, and being a business owner, something that much much of the world celebrates and glorifies and says, oh yeah, you're doing your own business? That's amazing. Well, being an entertainer really is the same thing. You're just the product and service being sold and how you frame that and how you put yourself out there into the world and market that to the world is is massively important. And, part of that is what creates the sustainability.
0: Yeah. It, it, it's, it's interesting. I was excited about our call because I've never really, I'm a, I'm, I'm a fan of Joe Rogan's. He's a, he, he does yeah. a million different things, but he's a professional yeah. stand up comedian and I fancy myself sort of a funny person. And I thought in the back of my mind that perhaps one day I could do standup comedy. And so I've sort of thought about, okay, that's interesting. How do you actually make a living at that? Um, yeah. And I mean, and then I, I, I look at a lot of industries like the practice of law, which has essentially been Mm. trading time for money for a long time. And now even industries like mine, uh, financial advisors are now going more hourly. Um, so it's not, is it, is it sort of, if you can figure out how to, in fact, get paid for your time, that's what we're talking about or it's, it's performances. It's, it's, it's everything. It's
1: kind of everything because it's, it's this whole all encompassing thing. So I guess it really, if you kind of starts with my journey through the industry, right? So I started this industry quite late. I didn't start dancing, singing, any of that stuff till I was 17 and a half years old or so eight, almost 18 years old. So in the performance world, the entertainment world, like super late, we've got a little four-year-old daughter. And she's been in dance classes half her life already. You know what I mean? That's more the the traditional way people come into this industry. But I was a jock. I was kind of your high school musical Glee story, and got injured out of sports, and then all of a sudden had to transition to something. And <laughs> I guess it was singing and dancing naturally. I guess, and <laughs> <laughs> not so naturally, but it's all right. Uh, but I went to. This great training program. I went to the Boston Conservatory at the time. It was right the number one school in the entire country for musical theater. And then spent an outrageous, ungodly amount of money going to that school. Got this insane skill set, right? Go into the world and go, holy crap. I don't actually know how to make this skill set make me money. Right. <laughs> you know, and it's, it blew my mind. Like, how do I spend couple hundred thousand dollars on an education where I don't even now know how to use this thing practically. Mm-hmm. And that took years of me for me to kind of really figure it out. And yes, of course I figured it out, but it took time, it took years out of like prime performance time in my life because you really are competing against the clock in a lot of ways, depending on oh, if you're going to be doing dancing and things like that in this industry, it is what it is. Sure. Uh, and. I thought it was ridiculous that no one would that anyone would do that have to go through that but the more I chatted with people my castmates and my peers the more I realized we were all in the same boat which is crazy and it's still the same thing like everyone teaches everyone how to do the thing the singing the acting the dance thing whatever your skill is learning how to actually do that that's kind of the baseline then once you get to a certain level of this industry being talented is a given everybody in the room is talented everybody can do whatever the skill is that you need to be doing to be booking jobs right it's all the other stuff around the actual skill set that no one teaches no one talks about and that's the stuff that actually makes a career it's the it's the mental health it's the the motivation the mindset training it's the the marketing that you need to do for yourself now because of social media you have to be in charge, you're your own PR team, right? How do you do that? It's also financial literacy. What? How do you work in this industry where maybe you're working a combination of W two and ten ninety nine jobs? Like, how do you do? You do you get an S corp? Do does that something you need, or just an LLC? Is that fine? Do you even need one? What like what kind of volume right. of work are you doing? Knowing these kinds of things, no one talks about. So. All of those little tidbits, I started having conversations with friends and we kind of figured it out. And it was just kind of very one-on-one thing. And then that, of course, led to me like, oh, I need to actually communicate to, this, to some people because this is valuable information. So let's try to get myself into different training programs, schools, and things like that. Let's go in there. Hey, I want to talk to your students. Say, hey, this stuff is really important. What you're teaching them is amazing. But I'm telling you, this stuff is actually what's going to give them a foundational skill set to make what you're teaching them work for them in the real world. And then that transitioned into the podcast because I've been very fortunate through my career to be very busy and um, have a book calendar, but then COVID hits and decimates the entire entertainment industry, right? And I uh, well, here's a great opportunity for me to have these conversations on a much bigger scale because the way the industry works in, say la is different from new york is different to being in singapore hong kong to london to australia yes it's all the same industry but there's different quirks and different ways that you need to navigate this industry and then also different parts whether you're on the if you're in the spotlight on on stage or maybe you are on the back end stage management production casting agents things like this it's there's so many different ways you can go in this industry by having all these different conversations now we're able to get more of this all-encompassing view of how this industry works. How do people navigate it? How do people transition through their careers? Because that's a big thing in our industry. Because you can only dance for so long, for instance, right? You can't. You just can't. You can't. You're not going to be on the spotlight dancing on stage sure. when you're 60 years old. You're not. Gonna, and you just don't even look the part anymore. You're not a 60 year old. Not going to get the part that a 20 year old gets. They're just not. Right. So you have. How do you transition through your career and it's been really, really enlightening to have these conversations and to really create this amazing resource for people to go to so they can pull from and go, ah, that's how I do it.
0: Yeah, otherwise it would just be really overwhelming. And it is. That's the word that's in my head. I'm a guy that likes to try to put the pieces together. I'm like, oh my goodness, that, that, that is overwhelming, and particularly if I'm a more artistic person and maybe my brain doesn't work that way. How do I marshal all those resources? So it makes sense that you're doing what you're doing.
1: Yeah, for sure. And that's the thing about the entertainment industry. It's look, if you're going to be say a dentist now, I'm sure if I spoke to dentists, I would find a lot of nuance in the directions in sure. the paths that their, their careers <laughs> could go. But from the, from my viewpoint, it's a fairly linear path, right, from education to getting your training to getting a practice or doing whatever it is you do versus being an entertainer. So many people that I know, they they start off, they're like, they've been dancing since they were children, they love dancing, they're passionate about it, that's what they want, so they they go to do that and then they get into the professional world, they realize, you know what, as much as I love dancing, you know what I'm really passionate about? Editorial hair and makeup. And that's their thing, right? But yeah, it's in the same industry, but they are two very different things, right? And having that discussion of like, okay, well, how did you get there? How did you arrive there? What what little fundamentals or niche tips do you have about getting there? And specifically, say, if you're doing it in LA, like what, what can you tell us about LA for people that are thinking, oh, that would be really, that's how I should navigate being an editorial hair and makeup person in LA specifically. So there's so many different places and areas you can go in this industry that you have to really have these conversations to figure out what those things are.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I that's, that's absolutely fascinating. Um, I, what was sort of going through my head is um, my, my wife grew up as a little girl being a, a, a dancer and she danced for years and years and years and years and, right. years and probably wanted to be a ballerina. And I was thinking, okay, well, there's only so many, real ballet companies, right? It's like if, I, if yeah. I want to be a ballerina, I can go to XYZ. Maybe every city has a ballet, but there's only yeah. so many slots. So how do I actually figure out how to get myself in front of those people if that's the career that I want to follow and just be organized exactly and marketing right. and everything?
1: Yeah, and then when you get into the world, so say dance companies, for instance, being a concert dancer is – very different than being on Broadway or going on tour with musicals or working on cruise ships or working in Vegas there's so that's the thing there's so many different markets in this world and different markets suit different people hmm. uh, depending on what your goals are in your life but so many people come into this industry I know I did I'm went like, you know what it's Broadway or bus that's all the only thing as far as being a professional entertainer yeah. is on stage that's it Broadway that's it but and a lot of people. Same with the concert dance. People go, "Oh, I want to dance for ABT. I want to be an Alvin Ailey, and like that's that's it, right?" And then they get into the world. And they're like, "Oh my gosh, there's a whole freaking world out here that is literally global that you can you can work in yeah. and be fulfilled." And 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 a lot of people just don't know that those markets and those outlets uh, exist.
0: Yeah, fascinating, right? these just start to there's plenty of people who are interested in, in having a production of, of a wonderful dance at their event or company or whatever. Right. I mean, it's just yeah. I mean, literally, I mean, there's probably oh, I've done more of a need than a-
1: well over. A th- yeah, we do. We, we call those industrials in, in the industry. So like when you go to conventions or conferences and things like yeah. this, and there's some kind of entertainment, there's always sure. some kind of entertainment. Right. And, uh, Yeah. So we call those performances on industrials. You do a lot of work, uh, for literally one performance. And the crazy thing is it usually takes just as much work to put a show up one time for one performance as it does to do it for a hundred times, right? Because once it's done, like you still have to create it right to do it again. That's the easy part (laughs) to, so it's, it's really full on, but yeah, I've done, gosh, well over a thousand of those in my career, uh, from really small, very intimate things to like huge, huge production So, yeah, that is a that's a huge market of this industry that a lot of people don't even realize exists.
0: Yeah. Oh, wow, su- super interesting and, and challenging. Um, I if 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 you put your mind to something and 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 you acquire skills. Um, that make you essentially a professional, and I'm, I'm thinking about if you if you do the work and you become you you go to law school or medical school, which is in in if you become a a concert pianist or or a a, a professional ballet dancer, it's almost it's horribly sad and crazy to think that you're just not going to use those skills, but when, 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 when you're advising people, I'm, I'm just sort of rambling here and, and I apologize this idea of you want to fail fast in, 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 in a company and be able to pivot. How, how do you help people to figure that out since they do have these skills, but maybe they're not cut out for, for, for this life?
1: Right. I mean, that's a big thing for sure. You, a lot of people think that they want to be entertainers or they want to be in the entertainment industry and they go, Oh, actually, the re- what does reality of that look like? And it's, it's really not for everyone. Mm-hmm. Just like a lot of careers are, you know, it's the way it yeah. is when you really get to the day to day. A lot of people, I think you can compare it to like the, the corporate idea. Everyone sees the big shiny skyscrapers. Like, I want to work in that amazing building. You're like, well, have you actually been inside that building <laughs> and looked at the floors where people are working because it's not that nice. Most of the companies, it's just, Rows and rows and rows of little cubicles of people on their desks, right? So not that inspiring, but for some people, that's their jam. And that's what they yeah. want, right? And that's totally cool, too. Uh, but yeah, learning if something is actually right for you is good. In this industry, uh, if you're a stage performer, I think one of the best markets that you can go and do is cruise ships. It is like the down and dirty, like super fast. I did a couple, a handful of cruise ship contracts. It is the fastest way to figure out if you want to actually do this for a living. In my opinion, <laughs> I love the cruise ship industry for so many reasons in this world. But if you're looking for one thing and your goal is to be like, all right, do I want to do this professionally? It's a great place to go. Now they're not, of course, for everybody, and it's not. If you don't like your ship with the contract, it doesn't mean your the lifestyle is not for you, but on what you get to do is you get to perform in a lot of different styles throughout a contract that's maybe six, seven months long, so it's not that much time,
0: hmm.
1: right? You're going to make great money. You get to travel while you're doing it, worst case scenario, so, and what you get to do is you get loads of time on stage and reps and practicing, and you really get the grind and the feel yeah. of the, what the day-to-day is to be a professional entertainer, and you get to, you can figure that out in six months if you're like you know what i thought i wanted to do this this isn't really for me this lifestyle is not going to be for me and that's totally cool i think the the thing that i coach in the most uh with people is to first ask themselves one question and that is to say ask yourself what is it that you want out of your entertainment career because It's a question I never asked myself until much later into my career. And it's something that almost nobody really takes the time to ask themselves. Mm -hmm. And it's so important because and it's not and it's also a question that's. It seems simple at first, but the more you think about it, it's really quite involved and multifaceted. And you really have to stick with that question for a while and really come up with as clear of an answer as possible for yourself, because when you do that, how you answer that will direct you in this industry. I mean, for instance, do you do you want to work wherever in the world? Do you want? Are you willing to just pick up your life at a moment's notice and move wherever it needs to be? Right. Uh, for a contract, is that something you're okay with? Yes. No. Okay, figure that out. Do you want to be on a ship? Yes. No. Okay, figure that out. Do you want to? live in a major metropolitan city like new york and be there and most likely do other work that is not entertainment related so you can support yourself financially while you pursue your actual passion if that's if you're not okay to do that and you just want to perform and entertain for living maybe new york's not the best place for you do you want to be on film and tv you know well las vegas probably isn't going to be the place you want to go you probably should go to la or something like this so figuring out what it is you want out of your career can help figure out which market to place yourself in and all that does is it gives you a huge advantage going into a market because Now, you're clear about what you want, you're not wasting your time, you can go after things very specifically, but also when you show up and you go into those rooms and you're giving yourself, you're auditioning, you're putting yourself in front of people, well, you're going to have more energy, you're going to have more excitement, more passion for whatever it is that you're doing, and that really does translate to the casting directors, to the producers, the people that can actually hand you a contract they see that because it's all that unspoken stuff, that energy stuff, not just the the actual task that you're doing, not just the skill that gets you booked. So how you feel and how you and your passion and what you can bring to the table has so much to do with how you get a job and by being clear. And if you're in the right place and you're in the right mindset, the mind frame, that's going to make you more attractive to them. That's only going to help you get become more successful.
0: I love it. Makes sense. Well, Dane Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them?
1: Oh, I almost feel like I just gave it <laughs> is to is to be very clear about what it is that you want. But how about this? I'll say three things. Three things that you should do. My one, my one tip is three tips. Yes, uh, to uh, to making this career work for you if you're in the entertainment industry, and I think actually it applies to just about everything so first be good at what you do and that isn't some egotistical thing being like i'm really good at singing or dancing or i'm really good at whatever it is is, that you do it's about being good with people with relationships it's about having integrity it's about showing up on time and that's being good at what you do second be nice to every single person you meet, because you never know, I mean, especially in the entertainment industry, but even everywhere, you never know who someone is, you don't know what someone will become, you don't know who you will become, who you will become, so you can maybe, maybe you met someone who'll be a great resource or great referral down the line. So be nice to everyone. And then third is to say yes until saying yes becomes a problem. And then when it does, then you can, kind of scale it back and go, i I kind of spread myself too thin. But unless you get to that point of spreading yourself too thin, at least once or twice, you don't know. You have to figure out what that limit is for you. And then you can get some point of reference on that.
0: Like well, that is great stuff. That definitely gets, come on, come on, Dane. Thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you?
1: Yeah, George, thank you so much for having me. So if you want to check me out at, uh, go to the podcast check that out you can look at look for it on any podcast platform just search for you booked it it's a blue logo if you like the interwebs go to podcast.com or hit me up on instagram that is the most active social media presence i have and that is at you booked it podcast send me a dm let's chat i'm always available and if you're super interested in coaching with me, talking with me, and taking it to a much more personal one-on-one level, you can head over to youbookeditpodcast.com forward slash coaching.
0: Love it. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Dane your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to the youbookeditpodcast.com, find the You Booked It podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts, and uh, check it out. Schedule some time to visit with them. Thanks again, Dane. Thank you. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money